Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, guys. We're here again. Everyone but Bill, again. Still He just gone. won't come yes. back. I told you, it's August. <laughs> <laughs> Bill disappears in August. <laughs> Rightly so. We live in Arizona. I mean, he really has the better plan. You know, if we're going to talk about wisdom in Proverbs, disappearing from Arizona in yeah. August is wisdom. Practical. Yeah. <laughs> Practical. He's the wisest of us all. Yeah. He is the wisest. Yeah. Bill's living it out. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> Tune into the Bill podcast. Yeah, yeah. Bill it's just Oregon. the sound of the ocean and flapping fish, but yeah. it's a good podcast. Actually, <laughs> I get podcasts from time to time from his pocket. It's just a, it's called a pocket dial, and I get pocket a few of those. Podcast. Yeah, so those are fun. Um, you should get those from time to time. But we're still in Proverbs, and we're talking about friendship, which is so crazy hard at times but last week we were talking about how sweet it can be and how difficult it can be but the outcomes and so sometimes we have friendship and we have friendships with family um and so there's this verse 27 10 that says do not forsake your friend and your father's friend and do not go to your brother's house in the day of calamity better is a neighbor who is near than a brother who is far away and we were like well what does that mean could mean a lot of things. Uh, but Sam, you had some cool thoughts on this thing is that you have lived in South Africa and you've gone to boarding schools and then you've been near family and you've thought about moving away. And Well, so the scripture to me sounds as if it's talking about community, like um, living near family is great, but if you can't live near family... Make friends with your neighbors, like be there for them and turn to them in times of need. Um, I, yeah, because I've lived in both situations. I've had lived in boarding school and my friends and my family and I've lived with near my family and had all the different scenarios. Um, I think my parents also live um, elsewhere for close to half the year. Sam's parents live in South Africa six months out of the year. And it is interesting. I'm in that time right now where they're gone and... It is interesting how much more I need. I need people to be here. I can call my parents anytime and they will pick up, even with the time difference. But it's not the same as having people close by. And I really didn't see that in this verse. I actually said, I have no idea what this means. But once Sam started talking about how, you know, having those kinds of friendships, that kind of community that is actually physically near you, yeah. it's really important. I have great friends that live across the country, but they can't show up at my house yeah. when I need them. Yeah. I've also had friends who... Parents just live on the other side of the city, but something has happened in the middle of the night and 2 a.m. They drop their two-year-old off at my front door and it's like, we need you to watch the kid. And I'll be, yeah, sure. That's, yeah. And that enriches friendship and builds community so much. For sure. Yeah, I, we all want that. There is there is a, a kind of a friendship that is like you trust them and they'll be there for anything, anything practical, anything like if you're scrubbing your grout with a toothbrush or friends who've done that too. Well, there you go. Uh, and that you trust them with your, your kids. Um, and it's so much better than just trusting someone for, can I borrow some flour? Um, and yet we're also talking about a richer friendship. We're talking about something I think we all long for, which is there's this longing in us of, of this deeper kind of what we were talking about last week with that story of we want for people to know us so that when we're in our dark valleys, they, they not only know it, but they have, they want to walk alongside us. They want to kind of take that burden from us as, as well. And those two don't always coincide. It doesn't always coincide that our friends that, you know, are there for us in the practically that they also, we know how to do that other thing. 
Yeah. Just so weird. I have, I have a friend that that's the exact case that she would be there for anything except vulnerability, but anything practical I need or need her to show up or need her to do something. She's absolutely there probably faster than any of my other friends, but I can't, but, but not if I, there, there's like no access to going deeper. It's, it's hard to feel safe for some of us. It's, it's not hard to say what we think. It's not hard to say what we like, we'll say anything to anybody, but we also like, there's this component of wanting to be beneficial, wanting to be thoughtful about our friendship. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me of my experience working here. Um, I guess it's just the re- podcast of reflecting working at True Face. Um, it's so annoying. They really get to you. Uh, they really just get under your skin. <laughs> um, it's my <yeah>. goal. <laughs> Before I started working here or just being in this environment, um, thinking with this lens, I was an honest person. I was trusting and I was real and there wasn't really a filter. That's just who I was. Uh, but now it's different. It's a, a little farther. I have to I have to have intention and be intentional in my friendships and my relationships and want to go farther to understand the root of the person and of their heart instead of just, well, you say whatever you want and I want to hear your honesty and I'll say whatever I want. We're both being honest and this is great and real. But then there's another layer to that underneath where you you kind of have to work a little harder to get under under yeah. that layer and not every friend understands that they think oh this is the closest you can get Mm -hmm. to being friends of i'll do whatever you want if you need any help let me know um we have great memories but then there's another layer like the story last week of but being vulnerable that's something you can't Mm -hmm. you can't understand at all yeah and when you when you don't have or when your friends aren't in that place of of knowing that there's anything deeper bruce often talks about being the first person on the beach and that's really hard uh, to be the first person to try and break that in a friend group. And what do you guys think makes us not maybe trust a friend? Like, so how, how do we discern that of, I don't think you're there. I don't think that you really have or you, you want. I don't think I have access, you know. I think there are lots of things in friend groups that can do that. Um, and something I realize is that, yes, well, I have lots of true and loyal friends i don't i don't know that i a lot of us have this layer of superficiality that we've Mm -hmm. never really quite broken the barrier of and i was thinking about that and i occurred to me that possibly the reason is that i've never taken that first step like Mm -hmm. i've have to be the one who goes out onto the beach first Mm -hmm. to create that friendship that i want and maybe they're all sitting around thinking the same thing like why aren't we more heart Mm -hmm. close than we are Mm -hmm. Um, it's so hard it's hard to break that culture but once it's set Mm -hmm. In a friend group, it's really hard mm-hmm. to break that. I was thinking one thing for me that I, when I know is when, like just a practical thing, when, when I have a friend that's not listening, when I'm maybe sharing something and, and they're not picking up what I'm trying to talk about or or they're not listening when I'm not responding. Um, like if they're trying to tell me what I should do about a situation and, and that's not what I'm asking for, but they just keep going, that it kind of sends up this little flag of, Hey, you're not, you're not really listening to my heart. And so I don't think I really want to risk much more with you. If if you can't even listen at this level. You're talking about friend groups and, and you're also, all of us are talking about, even though this is imperfect, we are in an environment that is 
endeavoring to live out of grace. And there's a certain culture and there's components of that. I was thinking, David and Bruce, uh, would you share like, like maybe one thing that you think is a huge, vital, necessary, ongoing value in an environment of grace that 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 helps nurture it so that people get to do what these two talked about last week. I think for me, one of the things that I'm bad at and I'm learning is it's akin to what Brittany was just talking about. We so much want to be understood. And often because of when, when we are listening, we're listening for what we want to say, or we're listening Mm -hmm. for uh, what we don't, we don't, we want to say something profound and it becomes about us. (laughs) And people want to be understood richly and deeply. And they don't even necessarily need to be agreed with. They just need to know that you listened and cared and understood and were with them. And I think that the more that I do that, the more that I give dignity to someone's story, give them attention, give them an affirmation of um, that I took the time to not make this about me. You asked them. You, you were, I see you doing that. And then you ask, you ask better questions and then you go, uh, am I understanding? Is this what you're saying? And but someone's like, I don't even know if that's what I'm saying because, and, and it helps them break some, uh, some of their own boxes without having to give any advice. Cause who wants to just be an advice person? Like you want to be alongside them and be like, help me to know you, help me to be interested in you. Help me to carry this with you. Is this the right thing that I'm helping you carry? And it's, it's wonderful. One of the things, too, that I think is important for us is to set our expectations that this will not be simple or easy or quick. Panacea. Yeah. Yeah. That it will be messy and often inefficient and very powerful. Yeah. Um, We're all in a working group, too. We're not just friends. We are working together on a mission. And so just even this, I think it was earlier this week, I was asking Bree. Did I just make work harder for you? <laughs> uh, did, when I made this switch, how difficult was that for us to be able to have more than one conversation about that and to recognize my style may be difficult for people and that if I don't ask um, and move into the, the pain of that or the messiness of that, then everybody gets affected, yeah. and especially in a working relationship, friendship as well. So to set our expectations appropriately, so knowing for me that I'm never going back to another way of life, mm-hmm. even though I'm going to do this in a messy, imperfect way. You're yeah. also describing a culture in which people are winnable. Uh, they're, they're, they, they let yeah. themselves ask those questions Am I am I doing this? Uh, are you seeing this and letting them give an honest answer? Yeah. So one of the beautiful things about expectations is we can expect that trust not only isn't easy to build, but that it is incremental and that it's not something that is overarching that it's either you trust or you don't. There's lots of different pieces where people are are building into their trustworthiness yes. by these experiences. And in Proverbs it says he who loves purity of heart and whose speech is gracious will have the king as his friend. That's Proverbs 22, 11. And if you think about somebody who doesn't have any friends because they can't trust anyone, 
it's a person like a king. It's a person like a celebrity. It's a person where everybody wants something from them. And so they, they can't trust that anyone's motives are, are for them. And so to think of the kind of person who will be trustworthy enough for someone who can't trust anyone, well, that would be someone who loves, not is pure of heart, but loves purity of heart and whose speech is gracious. And that is the kind of thing that can build trust imperfectly, even with people who have been burned and used and are used to power and authority and all of those things. So that that is one of the things that you can expect to be imperfect in this and that can build a better place. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Next, next week. Podcast. All right. Thanks for dropping by.